Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 31 of the JMAC Tries podcast. Today is my conversation with real estate agent and professional triathlete, Aaron Ray. Hey everybody, welcome back to my show. As always, I'm your host, Jason, aka JMac, and got another great conversation today. This time it is with Erin Ray. You know her on Instagram as Little E Ray. She's a real estate agent out in Las Vegas, and in April this year, just qualified to get her pro triathlon card. So I met Erin uh, online through social media because we're both coached by Ivan Dominguez. And Aaron wrote this really cool blog back in May after Ivan helped her get her pro card. And it wasn't uh, about the physical benefits that Ivan helped her with to get ready for her race. It was more talking about the, the mental aspect of her race and what he did a couple days leading up to the race and race morning to get her mentally prepared going into this race. And we chat about that during this conversation and uh, also what the future looks like for Aaron and where she's focused right now. So as of May, she's, um, she's run, won a couple local races out in Vegas, and she's done a couple more 70.3s as a pro. And as she likes to say, she's not where she is, uh, where she wants to be, but she's getting better and better every single race and focusing on some of the small little wins within each race. So great conversation with Aaron. Uh, like I said, you could check her out on Instagram. She's Little E Ray, full of positivity and motivation, and really enjoyed our conversation. So before we get into this, I just want to say thank you to all my fans out there. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Uh, check me out on Apple iPod. No, it's um, it's Apple Podcasts. And uh, give me the five stars if you like what you hear, and continue to share. And tag me on Instagram and social and hashtag JMathTribes. And I also want to say thank you to Zane Cycles for being a big supporter of my show and my triathlon season. And you can check them out at Zane's Cycles or Zane's.com. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening. Without further ado, here's my conversation with Aaron Ray. Hey, Aaron. Hey, you. How are you? Good, good. How are you? I am good. You still got a crazy morning going on? <laughs> um, yeah, Mondays can be crazy. It's, it's crazy that it's crazy because it's rest day and it's still crazy. But yeah, um, just got done showing houses and now I'm chatting with you. Excellent. Well, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time out of your morning to chat with me. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be fun. So you're out in Vegas. Yep, yep. What's the weather like? <laughs> Oh, it's finally getting warm. It's, it seems like like our so-called winter <laughs> um, was like super long this year. I really, I love the heat and it's been cold forever. So it's nice to be able to get out and train and not have to like bundle up. Yeah, I saw you guys had some snow a little while ago too. That's pretty crazy. Um, No, I don't think we had snow this year. If, no, okay. Uh, Maybe it was well, Ivan posted something. He, it was like some snow in his backyard or something. But oh yeah, it like came down for two seconds. So. Yeah, 
<laughs> okay, well, I mean, I get, yeah, I could show you snow here. You could look at our winter, what we have. We just got dumped on all winter. So, yeah. uh, I would. From Salt Lake. So, snow means like it sticks to the ground, snow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're not as soft as Ivan is then? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's great we're gonna spend this whole time poking on ivan so um. oh i love this this will be super fun then <laughs> he's gonna love it too uh our training peaks might be in trouble though after this. yeah I mean, I, i'm gonna refresh it after this and it's gonna <laughs> my yard is gonna go up exponentially <laughs> yeah we better be nice <laughs> <laughs> so how did you how'd you find ivan um so i originally was coached by somebody else um and then that started not really working for either of us. And so I researched pretty much every coach in town and actually met Ivan at a race that we just did, I think about four weekends ago. It's called Rage. Um, it's a local race. So I met him a year ago at Rage. Um, he said to me at the race that um, I had good form and I only really knew him as like a cyclist. So I was like, Oh, my cycling form is good. Awesome. Um, uh, I didn't even know he was a triathlete then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so I was like, Oh, that's awesome. Cause I had actually just gone and done a bike fit and learned some cycling form. So I was like, that's sweet. And then we started talking and he's like, no, I was talking about your run form because you were in my way and I was trying to look ahead of you. And so basically I was in his way. So he had to look at me. <laughs> um, and so I was like, oh, that's awesome. He was talking about my run form being awesome. So I was like, hmm, maybe I should chat with this guy. And originally, to be honest with you, the coach that I ended up leaving, I was like, you know, he just didn't have time to meet with me or help me with some of the things I was asking for. And so um, I originally asked Ivan, I was like, hey, can you just swim with me? Um, and Ivan was like, no, I don't just swim with people. So <laughs> I was like, right. dang it. <laughs> um but, I mean, that was kind of what I started searching for with all the coaches that I researched. Um, I knew what I wanted. I wanted somebody that was um, very knowledgeable, that was going to take me to the next level. I knew what my goals were. Um, and honestly, Ivan, when I researched him, um, there's a video of him helping, like, another kid. And I was, like, in the velodrome. And I was, like, oh, my gosh, he – you could tell he's passionate about helping people. Um, so I was like, yeah, that's a good fit. And he's like close to me, which if, and it still happens that if we're on the same training plan and we, we sometimes we swim together often, we, we train together. I need somebody that's close to me. So he, what he's close to me. Um, I think we live like about five minutes from each other. So we ride in groups together or whatever. Um, which really has been helpful. Um, and he's, passionate about what he does and his training plans are not something you can go research online and you've got a three block here and you've got this and that they're all very I think you probably have experienced this now they're very personalized to what our goals are and that's really I mean my goal going into it was a huge goal um I went to him and said to him I want to be a pro triathlete and honestly <laughs> with the way I swam when I came to him he should have been like oh you're screwed <laughs> <laughs> oh no yeah um posted before before and after videos of 
coming to him with my swim and it's improved a, a ton. It still has a long ways to go, but he never doubted me from the get go. And I was like, okay, so you're passionate about helping people. Your plans are personalized. You're close to me and you believe in me. Done deal. Yeah. Sign me up. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, it's funny and we could probably spend 80% of this conversation talking about him, but, <laughs> but only because everything you just said is what, led me to him as well um and uh yeah he's just a pretty amazing humble guy for someone that's gone through what he's gone through and what he's currently doing yeah like i actually didn't know didn't understand the extent of an athlete that he is until like months of training with him even though i did research on him i still didn't understand but yeah he's an amazing athlete and he doesn't flaunt that he doesn't have to because he's amazing and that his results show he doesn't have to prove that he's better than anybody else yeah again you you just nailed it I mean, even when i was um so i was introduced to him so i've never met him um complete opposite sides of the country and i was introduced to him directly through a mutual connection and when she introduced me to him and i researched and I'm like, wait, this guy that's, you know, has all these accolades yeah. and was a professional, like, like that's him. Yeah. I just, he, it's like talking to my neighbor. I think he's just such a cool dude. <laughs> he really is. Um, but that's cool. You get to swim directly with him then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we live five minutes from each other. So yeah, we do swim often together. I mean, if our plans are the same, it's not like it's a must have, but I'm really thankful that he puts in the extra effort with me because Lord knows I need it. <laughs> so, so your background, we were chatting before about, so my daughter is 11 and she's a big time swimmer. And you said, you wish you knew then yeah. <laughs> that you should start swimming. What, what's your background? What's your complete athletic background? <laughs> okay. So this is awesome. Um, I grew up in Salt Lake and, um, was an amazing basketball player from a very young age. Um, they used to bust me up from the junior high to the high school to play for the high school team. I liked basketball, but I really like loved soccer. So I started playing soft soccer um, in junior high, and then I was like, when I get to high school, I'm gonna um, even even though the freshmen are in the the, the freshmen are in the junior high buildings. So technically can't play on the high school team but I was like when I'm a sophomore I want to play soccer and um <laughs> went and tried out for the soccer team didn't make the team um then on the B team a girl got hurt and so they threw they called me and threw me in a uh, game and I scored like ridiculously eight 18 um goals and they're like hmm maybe we made a mistake <laughs> oh my gosh yeah so then I started playing on the high school soccer team which my soccer team was amazing um, and then I had some soccer scholarships coming out of high school, ended up moving to Vegas to play soccer for UNLV, um, which I did not end up playing for them, by the way, it's kind of a long story. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but I still stayed athletic through high school, like ran five K's and stuff like that. I, the position that I played in soccer was basically a run position. Um, I played striker, uh, which is up on top and they just throw balls through to me. Um, so, um, running has always been one of my fortes. Um, and then, uh, I was a fitness competitor for a while, but then found out I'd have to take drugs to be able to be like in the top. And I was like, no, that's not really for me. I'm not going to take steroids. Um, 
So I quit doing that. And that's when I met the coach that I started with at the gym. He's like, Hey, you should try a triathlon. Um, I did an indoor try, which to anybody who's interested, amazing way to try and see if you like it. Um, basically what it is, is they put you in the pool for 10 minutes. You swim as many laps as you could. You get on the bike for 30 minutes. You bike as far as you can for 30 minutes and then on the treadmill for 20 minutes. Um, and I was like, Oh, I love this. This is amazing. Um, and then he's like, well, you try an outdoor try, which meant like getting a bicycle and stuff, um, which I hadn't been on a bicycle since I was like, I don't know, probably a teenager or even maybe younger than that. And I was like scared at first, but cycling is probably one of my favorite parts of triathlon now. Um, love it. Um, I remember, I don't know if you had the same experience, but getting on a tri bike, they're, they're freaking fast. Like, (laughs) Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. But now, like, if I can go really fast going downhill, I freaking love that. It's amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I did an outdoor try. I think I took third in my age group. Um, it was a miserable weather situation. Um, they rerouted the swim because um, <laughs> the water, like, to make sure that the athletes were being pushed back into shore. Um Oh, jeez. Yeah, the weather was, it was so windy. It was so crazy. It was like, um, I remember sitting at the podium and thinking, looking at the girl that took first, and I'm like, I want to be her. So <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this. So I went and signed up for a shit ton of races after that, and then it was over. So you, let's go back a little bit. So you had no swimming background before you hopped in the pool for your first indoor try? Um, I, th- <laughs> I think I did, like, swam for a little bit maybe in junior high or something for a minute um uh, but (laughs) funny story when I jumped in the pool the first time for the indoor try like met with that first coach I had been a bikini competitor right so I'm looking at my swimsuits and I'm like oh my gosh these are all gonna fall off (laughs) (laughs) what do I do so I put on a rash guard over my swimsuit because they were all like fancy, like go to the beach like look pretty you know swimsuits but yeah that was my first experience and getting across the pool just one time across the pool was a nightmare <laughs> so but but you were still hooked right away yeah yeah um I think you probably have the same experience being a triathlete man there's always something you can be working on which is an amazing opportunity to go, go work on it and then race again and then see how well you can do yeah, hundred percent. I mean, even so, my background is swimming, and uh-huh. I had the on the opposite. So my <laughs> when I lived at home, my parents, my neighbor at the time, or my parents' neighbor, was like, "Hey, you should do triathlons because no triathlete knows how to swim. You know, they're all their background <laughs> is always running." Yeah, and uh, I had the opposite experience. I had this big ego going in with the swim, and I got my butt handed to me <laughs> in the swim because I'm like, "Oh, that's actual swimming. That's open water swimming." <laughs> But yeah, to your point, then you just go back and you're like, now I know what to work on. Now I, I want to get better at it. And, what, and this is what I'm going to do to get better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had you open water swam before? No, that was my point is I'm like, oh, I know how to swim. I could, what's open water? No big deal. Uh, and sure enough. Yeah. I got my ass handed to me open water. Yeah. Uh, but right. But big difference between pool swim and then open water swim. For sure. I remember the first time. Okay. So you start getting the swim down and my coach is like, okay, let's do open water. And we go out to the lake 
and we get I don't know a hundred feet offshore and I'm I'm like okay we're done like I'm like going back in and he and one part I like lay over on my back and he's like are you gonna cry and I'm like hmm, I might <laughs> <laughs> no totally right there's no black line to look at at the bottom yeah. there's no wall to hang on to it's pretty scary yeah you could die <laughs> you could <laughs> But you got through it, yeah. and uh, how is your so how how do you rank your swimming now versus versus your running and biking? Uh, it's still my challenge area for sure. Um, I feel like I need to be swimming like morning and night. Um, to be honest, <laughs> with you. Like, it's just um, I'm at a point where my last race really like hit me hard. Like I kind of got. Um, into a really dark place and realized that I need to really work on some stuff and swim is definitely one of them. Um, so working on technique right now, um, to try and get that better, it's getting better slowly. Um, and I'm getting stronger. And I mean, for anybody that's listening, yeah, we joke about the open water, like experience being horrible, but now it's actually amazing you or I, or any triathlete that's been doing it a while can go open water swim anywhere and, we enjoy it now. I don't know about you, but I, I love it. Like I may not be the best swimmer, but I can go to Hawaii and swim offshore and just, I don't know. It's kind of like running, like you can go run anywhere and then feel amazing. Um, so yeah. Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, being, we were just down in the Bahamas for a little vacation. Me and my 11 year old daughter went out for some open water swimming and you could just look down and see all this type of wildlife. And, um, wow, it's just cool. such an amazing experience. Yeah. That is cool. So you, you, you really just glazed over your quote unquote last race, but that was your first race as a pro, correct? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So wait, wait, jump back. Let's go back two races to when, and that's kind of when I found you um, online when you, when you earned your pro card, yeah. which, and then you wrote that really cool blog for uh for i you know talking about ivan's coaching which really led me to 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 want to meet and talk to you so i'll uh, go back to two races ago when you, when you got your pro card <laughs> yeah go go back to the happy place where we get the dark place um which okay i'm excited we're talking about texas that for sure um yeah. st george was the last race we were talking about it was a nightmare um yes <laughs> so texas was my first 70 Point three. Um, I fin- I started my first season doing sprints. My second season was Olympics, and then coming into now my third season doing my first seventy point three. Um, and I remember training over off season and being like, "Oh yeah, Texas is awesome! I can't wait!" And then, like two weeks before, I'm like, "I don't know what I'm thinking. Like, it's <laughs> crazy. I am not ready. Like, I don't know what Ivan's thinking. He's got to know I'm not ready." Um, and so then I had that like nervous, like, I know he's worked really hard on me and, um, I'm, I've got to tell him, I've got to cancel this race. There's no way I can do it. Um, and, and so I go in and he's looking at me, he's like, what's wrong to swim one morning? And I'm like, well, so I need to have a talk with you. Um, <laughs> and he's like, uh, we've never, I never say stuff like that. So he knew something was up. He's like, okay. And I'm like, so I really want to do a 70.3, but I'm not ready for Texas. I really need to, like, just cancel my trip. Like, he goes, oh, we're not even talking about it. Get in the pool. You're going. I'm like, <laughs> wait, did you not just hear me? <laughs> um, 
So we got in the pool, and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe he's right. So, you know, start swimming, do my, start doing my stuff, and I'm like, maybe I'm just freaking out. Maybe, maybe he's right. And so I go through the day, and then the next day I'm like, no, I need to cancel this. Like, <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> and so I go to have the conversation with him, and he goes, just trust me. Just go. You've got to do it sometime. What, I mean, when are you going to do it? Like, you're not going to do it this race, or are you going to do it next race? And I go, oh, no, I canceled that one, too. Like, I was just going to cancel that one, too. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and he's like, okay, all right, whatever. So you're never going to do a 70.3. And I'm like, maybe he's right. Okay. I'll go to the race. So finally, like, I mean, the race is coming and like, it's a week out. By the way, I had to make some last minute changes. Like I had a stay that wasn't close to the um, start line. And I called the host hotel and they're, they're like, oh, we have a room open. I'm like, oh, maybe it's a sign. Like, you should just go. I'm like, okay, awesome. I'll be right next to the race. So I, I make my final plans and I'm like, okay, I'll go. I really, in my mind, had no idea if I could really do the race. Um, but I was like, he's right. I just got to get through it, and then I can keep getting better at yeah. it. Um, so I went down to Texas. Um, it was really raining and cold the whole time I was there. Um, but I just kept in my mind, all I do is I just need to get through this race. Um, so taking my bike on the plane was like a whole new experience. But, again, we're, we're talking about Ivan. Like, he told me, like, go get these wheels for the bag. Go get this bag. Go like, this is how you're going to pack your bag. Like, he really went the extra mile to make me feel confident in bringing my bike with me. Um, and by the way, getting your bike and all your crap for five days <laughs> in two bags, like, I deserve an award for that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, so I get down there, and like I said, it's rainy and cold and all this stuff. Oh, and then I didn't read the part where you're supposed to – because, you know, we keep – Ivan keeps the swimming and stuff, like, going into the race. Um, so I go out to do my swim, and I'm like, yeah, that was really good. And I come in, but then I, like, cut my feet up on the oysters, um, which, by the way, you can get disqualified if you swim on that. I was like, where is everybody? And then <laughs> they told us in the meeting, <laughs> like, uh, you can get disqualified if you swim the swim course. You're supposed to go to this other beach. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> so always read the athlete guide <laughs> yeah from start to finish yeah. <laughs> um so my feet were cut up and I was like yeah this is really gonna be a bad race but um then I was like no I'll just do the run with um some socks on and band-aids and I'll be fine so I went and got socks and the night oh everybody locally went to Oceanside um so the day before you know you go and you go to registration and you go to the meeting and you check in your bike. Plus I had to, I think, swim run that day. And then all my friends were doing Oceanside that day. So I was like tracking them while I'm getting all this done. And before I knew it, the day before the race was done, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm really racing tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Ivan called me the whole time I was down there from, I think I went down on Wednesday and race. No. Yeah. Wednesday and race Sunday. But from the point that I left to the point that I raced and came home literally busy between work and setting up this, that, and the other thing. Um, and he called me and I was like, <clears throat> he's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, well, luckily I've been really, really busy. So I'm like, haven't been thinking that much about it. Like I feel good. <laughs> um, I go, I still don't know if I can piece it all together, but I feel good. And he talked me through 
everything that I need. I mean, what coach does that? Most coaches, like, you call them, and they're like, why are you calling me? Write it right down, yeah. and I'll get yeah. it to you in a week. <laughs> when it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> no, and I think you just nailed it. The little thing. It's those little things that you, you need someone like him to tell you about. It's just the little dumb things like traveling for five days, what you need. Don't forget this. Do this. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he called me, checked on me, and I actually felt good. I think it was because I was paying attention to everybody else. Um, and then went to bed early and actually slept well and then got up and went to the race. And I remember there was a guy that's been watching me on Strava, which – by the way, I'm not allowed to talk about Strava, but that's another story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> My Strava life is over. Um, so <laughs> I really like QOMs. <laughs> oh, I get it. <laughs> so you'll have like an easy workout, but then you'll just bomb yes. the, uh, the Strava segment. And yes. okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah so my life is over. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, it's kind of hard putting a, a recovery run out there where you're running 13 minute miles for your hour and a half recovery run. It's really embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, damn you, damn you, Ivan. This is not. This is gonna kill my Strava cred. Yes, it is. So I'm not allowed. So don't tell them about your Strava, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be our little secret. We'll edit this part out. Yes, yes. Um, it was funny. Him, Luigi, and I went riding at the lake a couple weekends ago. And we got done, and I was like, guess what? I just got five QOMs. And he's like, like, gives me this face, like, <laughs> like does that matter? And I'm like, yeah, it was a really good ride. <laughs> and the guys are like, oh, my gosh, Aaron, you and your stupid Strava. I'm like, yeah, but it feels so accomplishing. Like, That's awesome. All right, so you, so you make it to race morning, and how does the day go? Hello? That Sorry about you? that. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Um, no worries. You're back. So okay. you, make it to race, you make it to race morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So make it to race morning. Um, my, uh, I brought my hydration up for my bike and set my, bike, my, my transition bag down and my hydration all spilled out. And then the girl next to me stepped in it, and she's all pissy with me. And I'm like, dude, sorry. Like, I just lost my hydration. I know you're worried about your wet foot, but <laughs> I'm going to die. <laughs> yeah, I have, no, I have no hydration for the next 56 miles. So. Yeah, yeah. But your foot, I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, so I hustled back to the hotel, got hydration, came back, and got everything set up. Oh, there was a guy, his name's Glenn, that's been following me on Strava. Um and he came over and he's like, oh, you're going to do awesome. And I'm like, uh, I really don't even know if I can put this all together, but thanks. Good to see you. <laughs> um, so then we walked down to the swim start and it's freezing. It's like 59 degrees. And um, so we're all huddled like in this restaurant. Um, and then they take us out on the dock and you're supposed to jump in. It's like five feet in. And I'm like, I'm freezing. I do not want to jump in the water. <laughs> I don't know how all these girls have jumped in and they're like totally cool with it, but I'm, I'm going to wait here until the last minute. And finally the guy pushed us in the water, came over. He goes, are you going to get it? And I'm like, fine. So I jump in and the water is 70 degrees. I'm like, somebody could told me it felt a lot better in the water. Yeah. <laughs> than the air temp. That's so yeah. Funny. Yeah. So that was amazing. So we sat there and treaded water. And then, um, I had a, pretty good swim for me I swam I think a 35 um huh. yeah it wasn't bad um 
So I was like, huh, maybe I do got this. <laughs> um, go and um, I ran past the stri- wetsuit strippers. Like, I thought that was really cool. But I was like, uh, they seem to be struggling. I'm going to, like, do this by myself. I got it. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I got this. I've done this once or twice. Um, so ran past them. Transition was great. Got on my bike. First 25 miles of the bike was awesome. I was going past dudes and they're like nice pace. And I'm like, maybe I'm going too hard. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I hope this is okay. Um, and then, then the freaking hurricane hit. Uh, Yeah. It was cold, rainy, windy from mile 25 to 30, where I was going to get a water bottle. My hands froze completely. I couldn't even grab a water bottle. So I had to stop my bike, squirt the water bottle in, get back on my bike. And then the rest of the bike was miserable. It was so cold. Um, And then um, my BTA was flopping out and my hands were frozen. So then it's flopping out of my hands and I'm trying to come in. Um, But so come into transition, uh, get on my run stuff, put on my socks because I have this foot thing going on. But honestly, it didn't matter because I couldn't feel my feet. (laughs) That's the way to do it. <laughs> Complete, go completely numb. Yeah, there's numb. My legs are numb. I'm like, huh, maybe that that was a blessing. I can't feel my legs. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Texas is a, like, basically a, I guess it would be like a four-mile loop. So you go around three times, um, which for anybody doing their first 70.3, awesome. Because you do one and you're like, ooh, that wasn't that bad. And then you do too, and it's harder because you're tired, but you're like, I only have one more to go. This is way awesome. Um, so that really helped me having the three loops that you did. Um, there were a lot of turns. Um, oh, I missed a really important part of this race. Yeah. So I get back. Remember the girl that was mean to me on the bike? <laughs> so yes. I, yeah. When I got back to transition and her bike wasn't there. <laughs> I was, See, I was karma. Karma, karma. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, it was cool seeing, like, <laughs> this is a funny thing. On the run, they keep, everybody knows my name. This is crazy. Because <laughs> they cheer you on. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, my name is on my bib. And your bib. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd never done it but 70.3 before, right? So, <laughs> That's um, fun. Yeah, so. It was really great experience. I can't wait to do that race again. Anybody doing their first 70.3 um, should definitely look into Texas 70.3. It was an awesome experience. Um, the last two miles were really hard on me because we took me off of running from October to January. And then that race was, I don't know, a month ago, I think, or a month and a half ago. Yep. So, so I only had that. Literally, I even had me walking on the treadmill in January. Um so walking to running 13 miles in just, I don't know, four or five months, uh, the last two miles hurt me pretty good. But I'm excited to build on it and be able to push harder. Um, but that's a great race for people to start on, start with if you haven't done a 70.3 before, for sure. That's crazy because you threw down 640s for your run. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> uh, I had a look because I wanted to see your. I mean, your your overall time with you. You went you four thirty eight with six forties on the run. Yeah, That's it was fun. Awesome. So you came in second. I wrote this. Is it second in your age group? Is that what it was? Yeah, second in my age group. 
And that and then, that earned your pro card. Well, it was the third. So I took third overall amateur female. Um, that's what got me my pro license. Oh, it was third overall. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. That w- And that goes back to when I came to Ivan, that was my goal. Um, so another reason I didn't feel ready for that race, I was like, I have to do it in the top three. So I have to do an awesome race. And I don't even know if I can piece it all together. But sometimes you just got to trust your training, trust your coach and just do it. <laughs> yeah. And then you wrote, and, you know, and honestly, that was one of the coolest things that led me to uh, led me to you is what you wrote afterwards on how Ivan helped you with not only the physical training, but more the mental training and, and the mental um, racing as well. Yeah. I could hear him at different parts. Like I could literally, I'm like, how are you in Texas? I thought you were in Vegas. Like, <laughs> go home. Um, but even on the bike, I heard him. He's told me before, you know, if you're ever faced with a situation and I had frozen hands, don't sacrifice the nutrition over the situation. So I knew I had to stop my bike even though that meant stopping and in the, in the sport that was my strong suit to get the nutrition so that I could finish the race. Like I could hear him saying that or um, like when I told you I was going past guys and they were like, oh, nice pace. And I'm like, is this the right pace for me? I even always said, don't pay attention. And he was more talking about people passing me. Yep. Uh, don't pay attention to them. Pay attention to your race. Um So what you just said, like the mental aspect is huge. Like anybody can train for a race, but to know what to do in race conditions is a totally different situation. That's awesome. That's great. So now, so you did that when you get your pro card and then uh, you raced a couple of weeks ago, which was not the race you wanted. It sounded like, (laughs) well, I totally freaked out because, well, first of all, there was two Aaron Rays and one of them didn't finish. And I thought that was you. And I was like, oh no, she didn't finish. <laughs> um, I thought about it for sure. Okay, well, <laughs> so we won't really talk about that one. But so, so as we're wrapping this up, what's what's the next couple of months looking like for you? Um. Well, I have to pick myself. I don't mind actually talking about the last race. We all have shit races, <laughs> by the way. I know, I know, and I just, yeah. I just, yeah. I loved hearing your your awesome race story. I kind of want to know what's going on for the next for the next couple of months. Um, well, so I was going to do Chattanooga. That was this weekend, but we pulled me off of that. Um, kind of need to just get my head up again. Um, there's a localized race. My parents will come down for, um, Sand Hollow. It's out of the same St. George situation that I just did, but it's an Olympic distance. Um, and then I have Raleigh on the books, uh, Eagle Man, which are, close to you by the way so are you doing either of those i am not so i'm doing all olympic distance this year i'm not doing any uh, 70.3s uh, um, which is smart i mean and probably <clears throat> what ivan's doing with you which is what he did with me is slowly build you up and he i mean yeah you could go do a 70.3 but can you do it well and feel good about it well it's funny because i've done i've done six of them but i've never really felt oh. good doing them But no, but that's the point is I really, so for me, Olympic distance is more what I enjoy doing and I wanted to get faster at that. Um, Ah. And that's kind of, so we have different goals, but still the same thing. I want to be good at Olympic distance versus being good at the longer ones. Uh, Gotcha. Yeah. I like Olympic distance too. Um, So I totally hear you there. It's it's more like you can push really, really hard the entire race. Yes. Um, Yep. Yeah. And and a lot of that has to do with 
you know, training the right way, right? So I've suffered through some 70.3s and had zero enjoyment doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. And the, the time commitment, a lot of people, you know, you got to figure it out with your regular life too. Like training for a 70.3 means training three hours a day. Yep. So does that work? Or is, Like you said, is it enjoyable? Because there's – I. There's so many reasons to do a triathlon, but there's so many distances for a reason. Is it enjoyable? Are you excited to go train for that distance? That's, I mean, it's smart. So, um, so yeah, on your side of the country doing Raleigh Eagleman and then Santa Rosa in July, I think, or June, July. And then, um, I'm going to do some Xterra's. Um, I'd also like to get my pro license in Xterra. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. I haven't done any yet, but I am um an ambassador already for Cannondale so they they helped me with a mountain bike um so I'm excited I really like mountain biking and I love trail running so it should be fun to try and get my pro license there too and are all your races are they all 70.3s or do you have any full irons coming up (laughs) um well um Ivan thinks I'll be really good at the Ironman distance um but I think I feel like it would take me another year to train for an Ironman. Um, I don't really have the desire to run 26 miles all at once. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. Um, But who knows? I I thought I would never do 70.3. So I might do that, but I think it would take me an entire year. I wouldn't mind spending this season and next season really trying to nail the 70.3 distance and maybe be building for the Ironman level um i don't know that i feel like i would be amazing at that level but we'll see well i think it goes back to my thing with olympic distances that's the distance that i feel like i'm best suited to race at and yeah. um you know it's your point it's like pick the distance that you want to do versus the distance that you think you should do because everybody says oh you got to do a full iron man or whatever it is so um yeah. it's cool just do your own thing and, and be good at it yeah, that's what I kind of like, too, if you look into Xterra's. Um, so they're a little bit longer races, even at the Olympic distance level, because you can't go as fast when you're mountain biking or trail running. So the time is there, but the distance isn't. It's more like the Olympic distance. Yeah, good point. Exactly. And they also pay out amateurs as well in, in Xterra's, and the payout's better in Xterra as well. Hey, so you got to follow the money as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, it helps, like, every bit helps, but, I mean, it's it's about enjoyment, too. I mean, mountain biking and trail running are super fun, so. I agree. Yeah. All right, Aaron. so as we're wrapping this up, um, people could find you on Instagram, not on Strava, though, but <laughs> <laughs> on Instagram, your, your little E-Ray. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really, I'm enjoying following you and and uh, your post and all your, your bike training and, and it's just fun to watch what you're doing and uh, I'm looking forward to following the rest of your journey. So thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So I can't wait to let Ivan know that we chatted and uh, <laughs> we said nothing but good things about him. So <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> so I think, I think our, our schedules for this week will be okay. Uh, as far as workout wise. I, yeah, I hope so. Mine's pretty easy at this point. So if it's all of a sudden really hard, I know why. 
<laughs> awesome. Well, listen, Aaron, thanks again and uh, have a good rest of your week and we'll chat soon. Okay. Thank you. You too. Bye. Bye. All right. There you have it. My conversation with Aaron Ray. Go give her a follow on Instagram. Again, she's at little E Ray and follow her journey. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right. That's all I have for you this week. As always, thank you everybody for listening and for sharing and stay tuned for upcoming conversations with more awesome guests. And if you haven't dialed in already, every Monday morning I'm dropping a new segment called Motivation Monday where I bring on a pretty badass individual to get you out of bed and ready to crush your week. And if you're interested in being uh, featured on that segment, DM me. You know how to find me at jmac underscore tries. Until next time, talk soon.